0: Welcome to Us Down Under. I'm Megan and I'm Kira. And we're two girls that quit our jobs and moved to Australia. Yay! Did it? Um, so for all you out there that don't know, I forgot the intro this week, which was um, I don't know how that happened, but maybe it was too much wine. So cheers to that. Um, we want to welcome our guest this week, a fellow American here, Charlie.
1: What's up, guys? (laughs) Charlie,
2: welcome. Curious. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having me.
2: Thanks for coming on the pod this week.
1: Of course.
2: Okay, so I really want to start by how we met, because we have to go back a long time ago, and this is a really weird story. So I'm going to tell my version, because I don't even know if you know all this. Okay. Okay, I'm excited. Oh, wait. Maybe we should hear his, like, his version first. You well, think? He, because, No, it's different. For, no, I think I'm going to Different tell perspectives. But... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... Thank you for that suggestion, Megan, but I'm just going to shut it down. Veto. 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 Okay, so let's go back all the way to 2016 when we were, Megan and I, were in Portugal and we were going on a booze cruise, which we do every year. I think
0: we actually did it the year before as well, right? Didn't yeah, we? we had done it
2: like two or three times, I think, already. Yeah. Um, it's a, a small boat, but it's really, really fun. It's run by this hostel slash bar in um, Lagos in Portugal. So we had a bunch of our guy friends from Pearl River in Portugal that year. It's so like, all right, you guys have to come with us. It'll be so great. So we get, we're going onto the boat. And um, as we're boarding the boat, our friend Matt notices that he recognizes a crew member <laughs> from the boat. Enter Charlie. That was you. Like, how? Yep. That was so weird. I'm pretty sure he called you Chucky or like some crazy nickname because Matt mm-hmm. never calls people by their never. name. <laughs> um, and so that was that. And we were hanging out in Portugal then, too. But I also want to talk about this summer because that was even weirder. So, so funny. <laughs> we were online um, for the Parker House. For those of you who know the Parker House, you're also familiar with the lines. And they can be, like, hours long, especially on holiday weekends. So you get to know the people that are in front of you and behind you on the line. And all of a sudden, my friend turns to me and she goes, those guys were not behind us before. They're trying
1: to cut <laughs> oh, us. Oh, my. See? Getting called out. <laughs> Oof.
2: She was like, they're they're trying to cut us. And I turned around and I was like, oh, my God, I know that guy. We're like, how? <laughs> I was like, Portugal. They're like, what? We're in the <laughs> Jersey Shore right now. How do you know him? And I turned to you and I was like, I know you. How? <laughs> <laughs> like, because it was like years ago. And so we start chatting away, reminiscing on those good times. Good for you guys. We didn't rat you out for cutting us. Thank you. Um, Appreciate that. But you didn't. <laughs> Hate cut that us. line. You were right behind us, so it was okay. And then. I was coming to you guys. Yeah, I saw you. I was, you. I was like, oh, a
1: familiar face. Ah. Let me catch up. Haven't seen you since Portugal.
2: <laughs> so then we were chatting, and then your friend said, um, oh, yeah, but, like, Charlie's leaving us in a few months. And I was like, oh, where are you going? And he was like, oh, he's moving to Australia. And I was like, I'm moving to Australia. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are the chances? So we've got a lot of weird country things in common. Yeah. Like, very bizarre.
1: <laughs> That's actually really funny, yeah.
2: So was that the version that you would have told?
1: Yeah, so I, w- I want to say my version on this, because it's a little bit different. <laughs> I, th- I think it, it, we're aligned here. Yeah. But um, I worked at a a hostel in Portugal for the summer shout out to the rising cock best three months of my <laughs> life um so I worked the booze cruise twice a week a lot of my friends have seen this the snapchat stories and all that good stuff um but I'd never run into someone on the boat who I knew so it was just like business as usual setting up the boat shotgunning a few beers beforehand sorry mom um <laughs> and then all of a sudden like I like turn my right shoulder and I, I see Burke and I'm like wait what like, what are you doing here? And he's like, No, no. What are you doing here? I'm like, no. What are you doing here? <laughs> we went back and forth, and basically got, got the whole down low. Uh, met these two girls. I believe we had a good boat boat cruise. Oh yeah, I it was don't a good time. remember ever not having a good time on that boat.
2: Yeah, I can't leave you to that boat twice a week. That is mind
1: boggling. Yeah, me. Of
2: course it was the best. How
1: old
0: mind. were you? Because <laughs> we're going to talk about.
1: Um, this. So I'm 26 now. It was three like, years ago.
0: Right. So yeah. the hangovers were not half as bad. No,
1: no, So that's not how at you at could all. do
0: it, twice a week. Yeah.
1: But also, like, it was at 3 p.m., and I probably woke up at, like, 2.30. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, we had a great time. I think we even went out that night in the town, had a great time. Um, and, yeah, yeah, fast forward to the Parker House. Um, I want to say that the line wasn't that big, and we just maybe <laughs> – had a few too many drinks and just didn't see some people and didn't realize that they were in line maybe they were smoking cigs or something so we just decided to uh (laughs) walk past them and i saw a familiar face so i decided to you know go behind them and say hi and check in and um yeah that was probably my friend tj shout out jesuit underscore vegan um (laughs) who has been shitting on me the entire time for leaving my friend group and moving to australia oh man so but
2: is he coming to visit
1: uh, let's see. Let's see.
2: All right. So let's fast so. forward to um, if your friend is mad at you. So justify it. Why are you here? Why are you in Australia?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. Um, so I was working my job in New York for a little bit over two years, and like you guys, I'm from New York. Uh, it was very comfortable for me to be in New York. I did a great job. I was, you know, friends with everyone in my office. I had all of my friends from Loyola living in New York, all my friends from Long Island in New York. And I just wanted to kind of challenge myself. I kind of felt myself coming to this age where if I didn't do it now, like when would I ever do it? Yeah. Um, and I wanted to just like throw myself out there um, knowing no one and kind ha- and having to start from scratch um, I moved abroad before in my life, but it was in very, very different circumstances and you were kind of like immediately cast into a friend group.
0: Yeah. And I also think when, cause you worked in a hostel last time you moved abroad, so you're like, it's going to be immediate friends. If you have a good personality, like you do, yeah. like it's just Ooh, easier, thank you. <laughs> but also like props to you for doing this on your own. I couldn't imagine like without Kira.
2: Here. I know, but also, sorry, I'm going all over the place, but I don't think I know what brought you to Portugal.
1: Okay, so, so let's go back there. Okay, so let's, like, we got to rewind a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so um, basically in college, I was studying biochemistry and Spanish. So, like, using it all the time now. Of course. Not. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, like, really, really stressed. Um, was, you know, constantly in the library, doing, like, studying mm-hmm. Spanish papers, all that stuff. And then I went abroad. And I just realized that there was, like, so much more out there. Where did you
2: go?
1: I studied abroad in Madrid. Okay. And had an unreal time, yeah. and I just saw that there was like so much more out there, and I just wasn't ready to settle down and go to med school like I originally wanted to. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it really, really hit me. And then I had a friend <laughs> who studied abroad in Florence, and he was like, "We should do, we should interview for Bust Alps." Oh. Okay. So I was like, "Okay, this I'm down. Like, I need to travel more. I need, I have some more energy. I need to expend. I've been spending way too mm-hmm. much time in the library. I'm doing this." So um, we're getting kind of ap- rapidly approaching the deadline for the submission, which is a which is a YouTube video. No way. It's because oh, like you
0: have to okay. be like a personality, right? As so someone you know.
2: who's gone on plenty of bus to Alps trips, I'm loving hearing the background Yeah, all this.
1: Yeah, so basically... Um,
2: Wait, can we explain what bus to Alps is for the listeners out there that might not know it?
1: For sure. So it is, I would say it's an American study abroad travel company. Mm-hmm. So it's like you buy a package, you get the bus, the hostel... Maybe some goodies it's sprinkled kind in like there. The
2: all-inclusive of study abroad travel.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So um, he ended up flaking out on me, but I was like, I'm still going to do this. So I made this video and it took me forever to like sit in front of my computer and like get serious. <laughs> I feel
2: like this is like a video for The Bachelor or something. Yeah. yeah like, and it was like ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> okay. it,
1: it it was ridiculous. Um, it's still on YouTube somewhere. Oh
2: my God. Can we link it to the podcast? Yeah,
1: the Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll awesome. have to find it. We'll have to find it. <laughs> Um, so I basically did that. I went on a few interviews and they were like, okay, cool. We want to invite you to Europe for the final round interview. Wow.
0: That's so, who would have thought that they went through all that? Like you booked this trip, right? And you think you're going to have a good time, but like the tour guides, you never think they they go through this much just Mm -hmm. to like be that job.
2: Yeah.
1: So what was the, the crazy thing was, is like you had to book a flight, but you didn't really have the job confirmed which is kind but of you insane had to pay for your own flight oh you had to pay for everything of course yeah. so yeah you had to pay for your own flight to get over there and your first semester you're an unpaid intern and you're just making money off of your commission from your sales mm. so no. luckily i like worked my ass off the entire summer just saving up so i would be able to have this experience so then went over there and it was so funny because you were told that you need to you need to know all the trips so my biochemistry head, like, I printed out every single itinerary of every trip, had a binder, had, like, post-it notes, and I was, like, on that flight, like, flipping through because I was like, I am not booking this flight and telling my friends I like, got this sick job and going home. Yeah. yeah. It was just not an option mm-hmm. for me.
2: And so where in Europe did you have to have the interview?
1: So I'm trying to remember now. Okay, so we, I flew into Rome. Oh, my God. This is this is so funny. <laughs> I, th- th- this might be my travel nightmare. I mean, this might be my travel nightmare, actually. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so flew into Rome and then went up to Interlaken for the first part in Switzerland, which is like HQ. And then we went down to um, to the Amalfi Coast. Mm-hmm. And we did like a mock trip where all the interns had to be the guides and all the existing employees were PAC or students.
2: Oh my god, pressure was on. I'm anxious thinking about this. It, yeah, of course. I also went on the Amalfi Coast bused Alps trip, so I <laughs> <laughs> know of, what it Of is.
1: course, yeah, 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 yeah. So we had like these people who we thought were our friends like faking that they broke their leg or like got too drunk oh. and we were like, oh my god, we have to act like we know what we're doing. when We have no idea. We don't speak the local language. But oh my god, it was a great time. Happy to say that I, I made it to that i i got the job Woo. i will say um the person so the ceo hopefully she's not gonna listen to this she pulled me <laughs> aside and she's like okay she we're, we're like- really really excited to offer you the job here but you really need to reel it in like there are some times where you just really need to just 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 pull back like not all students are gonna like this like, but i was what? like i'm so excited to be here like i'm in europe i just graduated college like i'm yeah. meeting new people because of course there's like maybe 12 to 15 other people just starting with me as well yeah. so everyone has like a super diverse background and like everyone's like do you have a job no do you have an in here no like yeah. who's I also gonna really last like that
0: company does sell that like certain type of personality though like you're gonna get a tour guide that's so amazing so like the fact that she came up to you and told you to reel it in i'm like what that is so weird right that's... and i
1: was like oh like are you gonna take my job away from me like, <laughs> yeah. no i just booked this flight you okay. know um But I will say with that, like, they, I don't know if they do a fantastic job with screening people Mm -hmm. or if the people who are applying are just, like, that type of person. Right. Because I, I, some of my my, my best friends from that job. Yeah.
2: How long did you work for them?
1: Um, I think it's, like, a year and six months. Damn. And where did you
2: live when you were working there?
1: So, my first semester I was in Florence. Mm -hmm. And then I joined, like, the flying team, which basically covered every other city in Europe other than... Rome and Florence, but I basically owned, like, Spain. So, a lot of Mm -hmm. Madrid, Salamanca, um, Sevilla, Barcelona.
2: Wow. So. And, um, let's get to Portugal. So, then what brought you there? Okay,
1: so, I...
2: I have to go back. Like,
0: what's the perks of this (laughs) job? Because they're clearly probably not paying you... I don't want to, well, to good question I know what Megan's like You didn't make it <laughs> okay. in- No just because yeah. You want to know what it is So many of our friends Like I've done the trip You've done the trip Like we've all done it in They're college. cheap
1: trips There's not a lot of money there right Yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, I know What is the incentive Is it yeah.
1: because you get to see so much So okay So the incentive of the perks It's like You get to travel for your job You get to yeah. live abroad somewhere yeah. And it's also just like The people yeah. It's legitimately like The real world Because you're living with these people and you're working with them and like,
2: let's see what happens when we put
1: (laughs) literally like I was in an apartment. I think it was like 14 people in there. It was probably good enough for like three.
2: Wow. In, in Florence. In oh Florence, God. yeah, but it was. I just want to like, ask you all about that after because I said you brought in Florence, yeah. Where was it? But people don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like, the people are like what keeps you there. It is yeah. a really fun job as far as negatives, pay isn't good, right? But you do get the travel, Negative, I know, I'm aware.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you do get the travel. Um, and it was a like a job that was seven days a week, so you know, Monday through Thursday, you're planning for the job and you're also selling your trips and doing a side project with like, and that's kind of like where you got a stipend from. And then Thursday through Sunday, you're guiding the trips.
2: It's not bad though, because those trips are fun. Like, it's like you're- Yeah, are you able to like let loose? I mean, I know, I know you have to reel it in, but can you like <laughs> go out and can you guys drink when the other guys are like out or anything like that? No. I mean, let's pretend the CEO isn't. isn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, so this is the thing is like, you CEO can't- bus
2: helps, please. Uh, Stop
1: listening now, earmuffs. Thank you. Sign off. Um, So, yeah, no, you're not supposed to drink. So there's there's really – you really can't be drinking with your students, which is actually a really good rule because you don't want to be drinking with them because then you – um
2: lose they don't have as much respect for you and stuff yeah.
1: that but more so like you're responsible for them so like 99 yeah. percent of things that go wrong or happen when people are drunk so like you would actually be like responsible for them mm-hmm. and it's so much better to just go and do your own thing um we kind of rule like you had to be responsible for example like it was halloween and me, me and my friend we went out to this like we were in prague and it was this zombie rave and we we both showed up in not zombie costumes because we couldn't read the tickets. So oh. she was dressed in eighties and I was lifeguard. <laughs> and zombies. everyone was zombies. zombies and but like we got a phone call, we had to go back to the hostel for an incident. So we but like we, we, we were on top of it, we knew that we had to like immediately leave, head back to the hostel and assess oh, the situation.
0: Shit. Oh my god. So in the life card.
1: Yeah. I, I think I took my friend's like moisturizer and like put it on my nose. <laughs> it was s- <laughs> the stupidest costume cool. ever. But... <laughs> Quickly
2: wipe it all off. Yeah, but... yeah I just was so wearing funny. this. All right. Are we ready for, to hear yeah, how no, this got in Portugal? Portugal. <laughs> no.
1: Okay. So how I ended up in Portugal, I'll keep this short. Uh, I guided a trip through Portugal mm-hmm. and we stayed at that hostel the rising cost
2: all right sorry oh, okay. to go back again but I'm obsessed with that area in Portugal because I've gone there every summer since I was a kid the best. and the best um I didn't know that bus to Alps did trips there I, I don't think they did when I was there because it, we went from Florence and I was a freaking bus to Alps tour guy <laughs> doing this like trying to figure out how to get there it was like so impossible we had to go to seville first we took a six-hour bus from Seville to Lagos and it was like I mean my friends were good sports about it and it was also my birthday, so they had to be nice to me and they that's also right. got a free accommodation because of me. that's so, right. Honestly. That's right. Not the best tour guy. <laughs> um but is that like a new was that a newer trip?
1: So um we did a trip, it's called the Southern Loop, and it started Ooh, the Southern Loop. Yeah. So it was a newer trip. Um and it was Barcelona was it Barcelona Valencia Sevilla? to Lagos to Lisbon to Madrid. Oh,
2: yeah. oh that's so So they cool. just like launched that was definitely this Definitely not there when I was.
1: Yeah, so it was a like, kind of a newer one um that they launched.
2: i mm-hmm. I'm aware of the northern loop. But... Mm-hmm.
1: Shout out to that long bus ride that first one up to Berlin. <laughs>
2: oh my god. Tough. Rough. Rough. And like I was like complaining about going like coming here like coming to australia i was like oh my god this flight's gonna be so long and my family were like didn't you do like a ton of long bus rides when you were in florence well
0: <laughs> we actually did one long bus ride since we've been here it was like a 17 hour overnight bus yeah. whatever that was where are we going i don't even remember um early beach yeah literally i was like never again was yeah, like <laughs> and throw I, back
2: to abroad I'm
0: yeah like, i was like no more that was the worst experience of my life like <laughs> just too old for it now
2: yeah so right now we're in sydney and megan and i are both flying to new york tomorrow so i love it. you're like never again <laughs> no more <laughs> <laughs> doing it tomorrow send help for this flight tomorrow also surprise i'm coming home too <laughs> i'm already home when this came out woo hope you're surprised mom um Okay, so then you stayed at the hostel. So I stayed at the hostel and the owner,
1: yeah, I know. So the owner was like, you just like the way you work with people is so great. Like, I would love for you to work here.
2: Oh, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, How so
1: happened? I was like, okay, like I kind of kept in my back pocket and it was my spring semester. Uh-huh. So bus stops does have jobs in the summer, but you have to only live in Florence or Rome in the summer, which it gets really, really hot there. Mm-hmm there just aren't as many students Like the opportunity just wasn't really there for me but i wasn't ready to go home so i was like oh i have this phone number of this guy who wants wants to give me a job in a hostel in the south of portugal and it's
2: a perfect (laughs) time in the port sorry in the summertime to do that
1: exactly exactly so
2: wow that is awesome all right, so you would recommend working at a hostel for three months?
1: Absolutely. So I know you guys might have to do some sort of labor in order yeah. to extend your <laughs> visas.
2: I can't just uh... if things go a different way and you decide to stay, we have to do hospital. I would, I
0: would be open to working in a hostel. I think it'd be a great experience.
1: It is. It's. It's just the best. Mm-hmm. Like I, because people, I think the best part about it is that one, you can meet so many people, but everyone's like in a good mood. Yeah. yeah. So my my advice is like find like a good hostel that people are going to be excited to go to so the moment they walk in the door like they're excited to be there and like you feed off that energy like mm-hmm. you're excited to have them like i remember yeah. begging people to like please just stay one more night like we have so much fun they like just stay another night please
0: that's kind of what happened on the east coast too like when people were going to leave and we were in hostels like of course but um they would like oh no we're going here tomorrow we're
2: like, no, no no we had the best time you have to stay like one more night come on and like and we, and we did here and there no but and... I, what i would just like A memory that has flashed into my head when you're talking about working in a hostel is us being on magnetic island and we got there on a monday night and they're like oh mondays are the best you're here at the best time like it's bingo night and they were right like it was so much fun but they also had one of their workers um wearing (laughs)
0: lingerie
2: and like a dress slash lingerie dancing on tables it was a man (laughs) wearing lingerie dancing on tables Going crazy, like his dance moves were unreal. Like later on in the week, do you remember I learned (laughs) his dance move? It was like
0: I don't, I can't even do it. Later on in the
2: week, Megan requested for Peter to teach um, her how to dance. But anyway, that's we're seeing him Monday night dancing these tables, having a great time. On Tuesday morning, we're seeing him cleaning all of the rooms, and I was just like, no, like if he can feel. If I feel like this, how does the lingerie man?
0: (laughs) I remember he came into the room next morning. He was like, I'm going to mop the floor. Like, is everyone okay in here? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, welcome. And then (laughs) I was like, come clean the floor. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Is your name Peter? And he's like, yeah. And he was like, you taught me to dance last night. How the fuck are you doing this right now? So
2: that's what I think of. And I'm like i'm like i'm all washed up and old i can't i'm 27 <laughs> i could never so but funny. i think all right if you're 21 or 22 <laughs> you're listening to this work in a hostel for sure i think um, if you're under 30 you
0: can do it
1: okay <laughs> yeah uh so i got lucky that like my i had a position it was like the event person so like i had to just do like the booze cruises and like the um we did, like, a pig roast one time, like, events like that. Right. So I got off the hook for, like... That sounds awesome. Making... I, I, it was just super lucky. Like, the way the hostel, this hostel works, um, yeah, like, you know, not everyone has to, like, make the beds, and I'm not very good at that kind of stuff. You can ask yeah. my, my mom that, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um, all right, so we were actually just talking about this before, but I think it's pretty interesting, is um, the seed that was planted for Australia, um, we can all talk about our own experiences here, but... Um, I want to hear about yours, how it happened for you, um, how you ended up here.
2: Yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> I was at the fridge getting wine. That was... <laughs> I had to sprint over here. That was um, the original question, and that's why we literally went off on, like, 19 tangents of, like, how Charlie got to Australia. So we can yeah. continue on that.
1: Okay, cool. So about a year ago, ar- around this time, um, someone from the Sydney office was actually just in my office. And, um, so I walked into my office, you know, took my AirPods out. I was like, who's this person? Like, why are they sitting at my desk? Like what's going on here? So I started doing work and I'm like, this dude sounds funny. Like what's to deal with this? Good day, mate. (laughs) Yeah, literally. So I, um, I look at my manager, my manager goes, don't look at him. Don't talk to him. I'm not losing one of my best sellers to, to Australia. And I was like, Ooh, (laughs) so um, you can ask my colleagues this, but um, I, like, had, like, the best day on the phone. So, like, I was, like, crushing the phone and, like, being really loud and, like, showing him, like, I really knew how to pitch. So after I kind of, like, saw him looking at me and I was, like, looking at him and I was, like, yeah, you think what I'm thinking? Uh-huh. Me <laughs> we'll and him... Yeah. <laughs> me and him grabbed a coffee and I was. we kind of started talking about the idea of me coming over there, bringing some of the ideas from the States there, also learning from, like, the sales process down here. Um... So basically from that point, we're kind of just waiting for the right time, the right team to be brought up, the right head count, um, all of that kind of stuff. But since that seed was planted, like I could not shake this idea. It felt very like, very like meant to be in that sense. Yeah. Um, so it kind of worked out for you. Exactly. And like it, it all kind of fell into place at the right time. So, and now I'm here. Yeah. So.
0: So you've been here two
2: months, right? Yeah awesome So, how do you like it so far?
1: Wait, should we talk about your seeds too or no? Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I was just like making like a, I, I, I don't you know, you know what my to sign to take... language was, but I, th- I think these guys also have some really cool stories about like how they came to the idea <laughs> I of <thought> Australia.
0: It was just like sprout I thought, out of no. It was a sprout out I of my head. It was a sprout out of my Kira head. To take her headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Okay, so yeah, so um, we were just talking about this before the podcast. That's why we don't want to talk about it again. But here we are. Um, okay, so like my seed was planted. Um, basically, uh, how I would describe it is that my dad was driving me to the airport, and he was kind of just like, um, "So how did this come about?" And he was like, to cure, convince you into this. And I was like... Getting the No. (laughs) So um, I could have studied abroad in Australia or Ireland when I was in college because I'm a nurse. So it had to be English speaking. And I decided to go to Ireland. All my friends were in Florence. That's how I ended up on a bus to Alps trip myself. Um, It was a great time. I don't regret it. But looking back, like, my dad is from Ireland. I was there, like, 25 times before I actually studied there.
2: Did you... Um, didn't you place an Irish dancing? Oh, Kira, do not get into this.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I thought uh, I was singing. I thought it was Irish singing. We, no, no. no definitely not do we have singing. multiple talents here? <laughs>
2: I tell everyone this now. It's like my favorite thing to tell a stranger. I told a plumber on Saturday that Megan has placed 14th in the world in Irish dancing. Look it up.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna kill her for that. So basically, <laughs> that's why I was in Ireland 25 times. It was like, all right, go f- visit the family and then go dance at some competition <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. So, but it was a great experience for me because uh, we did travel the way that when you go to Ireland and visit family, you just see your family. So then when you're with a bunch mm-hmm. of college kids that are like, I want to see this country. I saw everything and anything. Like, I don't even think my dad has seen half of the country, and mm-hmm. I saw it all. But um, so in the back of my head, Australia was always there, and I was like i should have gone there but but, um i didn't and then i think i was 24 and i was like new york is amazing because it's like the best but you also get stuck in that new york bubble where you're like this is so great but you're just hanging out with the same people you're not meeting new people you're just like doing the same routine almost so one day i went to kira and
2: (laughs) i'm pretty sure we were in portugal when we were like let's just do it like next year and i was like okay Um, But my scene that I actually kind of didn't remember until a few weeks ago, um, I got like an email from someone on care.com about a job that seemed like too good to be true. It was a job that was saying how they wanted, this family wanted someone to travel with them and homeschool their children and we would be three months in um, New Zealand, three months in Asia, three months in London, over like $100,000 a year, room and board, food, everything paid for. Dream job dream job like honestly i was like this isn't real and the woman was like no no it's real (laughs) she was like i work for the family um and i'm looking for a teacher for them i did like a skype interview it went really really well she basically told me i had the job so i was like all right let's go getting into everything's sorted and then she told me that the family actually found their their child's teacher that they had already my headphones are literally falling off Charles teacher. That they, I'm listening. I'm listening to you, Charlie. I took them off. <laughs> they had already could go and travel with them. So I was like, all right, that's fair enough. But they said, like, all right, you're runner-up though. If anything goes wrong, um, <clears throat> nothing went wrong. So <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, Megan. I'll go to Australia with you and let your family blame me.
1: <laughs> Once it's in your head,
2: it's you can't get. It yeah, you
1: cannot shake it. I hope
2: cause... we're like planting seeds for other people. Yeah. Um, I
0: have a question. So, here. All right. So basically my dad moved to New York when he was probably like 19. So when I told him the plan, he was like, good. Bye. Like, have fun. Let me know if you need money. And then my mother had a full mental breakdown. Hi, mom. Sorry. But she just like she couldn't get it. We're best friends. And it was just hard for her. Kira's parents were like very supportive about it. They understood (laughs) it. You know. But what did your parents say? You've obviously traveled a lot before. Yeah.
1: So this is actually really funny. So kind of bring it back to Busta Alps. Um my family was like yeah like do it for a semester, you'll have a great time. And then I did it for another semester and they were like, No, they weren't very supportive <laughs> like, time to come yeah. home. Yeah. And I was like, No no no, like I'm doing this for another semester. They're like, fine, you get one more semester. So then came the end of that semester and I was like, Alright, I'm doing another one. And by that point they were like, Well, you haven't really reached out to us for money. You seem to be doing great out there. We really can't tell you what to do anymore. Yeah. So I was like, Woo! no parents like (laughs) let's do another semester let's move to Lagos (laughs) exactly so it was kind of funny like when I told my parents about this move they weren't like we expected it but I feel like I have almost definitely expected it yeah because I almost kind of prepped them it wasn't out of character it wasn't out of character so they weren't really like not supportive They they were they were very supportive of it
0: I can't even remember the day that I told my mom but i just remember starting to ease her into it and she was just like yeah, yeah it's not happening and like until the day it came when i was like
2: i booked the yeah. flight mom Wait, <laughs> so um i remember kind of your friends even saying that they didn't believe you until i got on the flight or like they were like no i think madison your friend told me oh, madison's also my friend i'm like your friend madison <laughs> <laughs> uh, madison was like no we were like all right megan and then we saw that Kira was coming, and Kira booked her flight, and Kira got her visa. Like, all right, fuck, you was to go. But I remember that I had told my parents I originally wanted to move to Ireland because. Uh, oh, and my dad was like, "Tell her don't do that." Yeah,
0: <laughs> he was so against. That. I'm, I'm like complaining
2: about the weather in Melbourne. Imagine me in Ireland. No, um never. I know I was wanting to move in Ireland, to Ireland because everyone in my family has lived in Ireland except for me, and it'd be like a source of home because I've all my cousins are in Ireland. I have a lot of friends there um but then i thought about the weather also the plumbing in ireland is terrible i don't yeah. know if anyone's ever noticed that it's but... awful um sorry to all the Irish <laughs> listeners there's actually a lot of them sorry guys um and there's only two schools i could have worked at in ireland because you have to teach gaelic to kids yeah, yeah. and so there's only two g- schools that don't do that they're international schools and i was like i'm just gonna like guess that I probably won't get a job here because it's probably hard to get. So then Megan was like, "Australia." <laughs> I was like, "All right, let's do it." Sold. Yeah. Sold. So, um, what are your thoughts so
0: far? Liking it, not liking it.
1: So, I am I'm, I'm loving it down here. Um, firstly, I moved to like the perfect time. It's it's gearing up for summer. I'd say it's summer now. Um, so that's been amazing. Um I think I that everyone is just so incredibly friendly. Yeah. Like it's I've found that too. Almost like off-putting how friendly everyone is that's
0: coming from new york too you're like the fuck is wrong with you
1: absolutely absolutely i feel like everyone's like i don't know if you guys you guys have seen this but i find like everyone's like super open
0: oh yeah i've seen that
1: like everyone just like talks about their past relationships like childhood (laughs) trauma like all this stuff and i feel like in new york like you, you don't gotta wait, like, two it. years until, like, you call that person, like, your brother or your sister, and you're like, yo, I got some shit I gotta tell you guys. Yeah. Here, people are just like, oh, I just met you, I just had two glasses of wine, like, this is what happened to me when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, you know?
0: And you don't want to, like, reciprocate, because it's not your
2: cultural, like, way. Oh God, you right? You're so right. I have, well, all right, so. So I feel
1: like people think I'm cold, but I'm not cold, I'm just, like, not used to that. Yeah.
2: No, but I feel like people talk about their ex-girlfriends
0: a lot
1: earlier oh. here.
0: But... This, so basically, when up. we're out on Dates and someone brings it up, I feel like I'm like, wait, what? Like this is like the second date. Well, you would
1: never do that. Never, American dating not... culture, especially New York City. If you bring yeah. up your ex, I would say before date it's ten, suicide. like yeah. date like five, ten, yeah. then like you might <laughs> like mention that person. You're right. Say it's, d- it's d- date suicide. I,
2: it's so funny. Like, oh, do, do I ask? <laughs> do I ask further questions, or do we just
0: let? You don't go. know how to go about it because it's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, <laughs> what was I going to say now? I just lost my train of thought. Meg, we to hear it.
2: Someone was open with you, and you're getting a little scared. No. You.
0: Oh, <laughs> no. It wasn't that. <laughs> so not this. Oh, it was um the Uber driver, and I feel like you could agree with this. So when someone asks you, like, where are you from, what's your response?
1: <laughs> New York.
0: Yeah. So he was, like, basically, oh, okay. we get into the Uber, going to the airport from Melbourne to Sydney, and the driver's like where are you guys from and we're like new york and then we get talking to him he's from atlanta georgia and he's like yeah so it's basically like no one says they're ever from the usa if they're from new york it's like i'm from new york
2: (laughs) yeah he said if he's like anyone else in the country like he's like when people ask me where i'm from i don't say atlanta i said atlanta for you guys because you're american i say the u.s u.s anyone else like they're from like louisiana they'll say u.s new yorkers where are you from? New York. <laughs> it's like it's its own country. We're proud of it. I don't know. We're
1: proud of it. We want to tell people where we're from.
2: Yeah,
0: it's so funny because we did the same thing. So I was
2: like, I would never say U.S. <laughs> I would never
0: say <laughs> that ever. Yeah. Um, all right. So my next question for you is um, the living situation. Have you found that many people are doing like share houses here, where they like share a room with one person, or is that not the way in Sydney?
1: So this is super interesting. So. A lot of so I would say all of my friends, no one's in a shared room. So here they call that a roommate, and if you have a another person you're living with in the apartment, it's called a flatmate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kept on saying like, oh my roommate, and people like you live in the same bed, <laughs> you live in the same room. And someone's like, no no yeah. no no, that's a flatmate. Yeah. So um, I found that of, not it's always an option. Like I've seen it, it's very very common here, but not a lot of people who I've not a lot of my friends are are doing that. Right. I think because um, so many people just move here on that work and holiday visa, they might they might work at a bar, mm-hmm. maybe a job that doesn't pay super well,
0: right?
1: And they're moving like with their best friend, like that, like that's a good option for them, especially yeah. in Bondi. Like it's mm-hmm. super, so super common in Bondi for yeah. people to like just cram into this house.
2: Yeah. It's very similar in Melbourne. Like people think we're divas because we have our yeah. own apartment. I'm like, I'm what? Like yeah, years
0: old. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> really? Been, yeah. Yeah, like we got. We're basically judged for having, now, the way that our living situation is that we're in one apartment by ourselves, so that's kind of weird, but... It's not weird. It's not weird by our standards, but by everyone else that's here, it's weird for them, right? And So, so yeah, people were like,
2: um, how are you going to meet people? So, they don't talk with, like, vocal fries. <laughs> they have different accents, but... They're like, how are you going to meet people? And we were, like, with a bunch of people at the time that we had not known before, like, that weekend. I was like, well, I think we're, like, doing okay. (laughs) Like, we'll look around. And we have, like, our, we have a lot of good friends from Melbourne already, or, like, that are in there. So we're like, we're, we're fine. I think some people know themselves that they're not, Maybe like they're not as open or outgoing enough to make a lot of friends. Like, all right, well, I have to do it with share houses, and it's like a cheaper way to do it. But we're just like, well, I think we're gonna be okay either way.
1: Another thing, though, have you guys found that a lot of people who are on here here on their working holiday visa are here alone?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm that that's
1: what I'm I'm seeing too. No one's like moving over here like with someone else. Maybe with a significant other. I, I, I've definitely seen that and they, they're in like a one bedroom or maybe even a shared flat and they just are sharing that one room together. Right, which
0: would be like the goal because like they save so much money and it's amazing. They know the person obviously, but Kira and I were like, we're not like one month together doing the East
2: Coast. We we're like, all right, separate rooms.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all
2: but right, well guys, you heard Megan. She said, that's the goal. So if you're out there and you're interested, <laughs> I don't need um, at Meg McBee, <laughs> Meg with an H. <laughs> how would you rate your level of homesickness
1: um I don't really have any it's so weird because I think you guys have mentioned this recently it's like you feel like there's not so much culture shock here Mm -hmm. but it's so far away it's like kind of like a bit of a mind fuck like when I I was like living in Spain like sitting abroad it was like culturally different I had to speak Spanish every day and I was like what's going on here but then here it's like you're so much farther but it's not as much of a culture shock. I miss my friends, my family like, so much. But besides from that, like I'm super happy to be here. Um, like if I could just have them come here, it would yeah. just be the ideal situation. Like yeah. if I was rich, like, throw them on a jumbo jet and like get them over here. Yeah. Like that would one be one like, day you'll the, get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just keep
2: working hard.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, n- not super homesick. But I I feel like that's also because I've done this. I've have. I got some experience. I got some. They're
2: yeah. used to being far away from home. Yeah, in this like, weird uh, way. I was just about to give you a
0: business idea, but I think they already have it. I feel like you should incorporate your bus to Alps experience with your Australia experience, and like make it work for like students. But they already do that for Australia. Was like Kintiki
1: Two,
2: one fish, two fish, and all oh, area, that.
1: Oh, that thing! Yeah. Every, do you guys want to do that? <laughs>
2: I would literally be down. To-
1: okay, oh, okay. Right. because every single person who I've known right, so has when I it. has done it. Everyone who studies abroad here does one one fish, two fish. So I studied abroad in the spring. Everyone loyal studies abroad in the fall. I wanted to go for longer. I was like, I get six months versus three months. This mm-hmm. is way more worth my time. So everyone came back from Australia and like, one fish, two fish. Yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure Matt Burke has a tattoo of it on his ass. <laughs> yeah
1: so i i think we need to do no, it
2: no but th- this is the thing we kind of we didn't do it but we, we kind of did because we were going to fraser island in september and we were at like the hostel the night before that is like affiliated with fraser island and one fish two fish was there like their whole trip was there okay and um i don't think i ever actually told this story did I, I, I don't know? think so Mm-mm. as because a as I'm, a I'd be a listener. be a listener. Yeah, you you know, I, I wouldn't. But I went into the bathroom and these girls were like, "Oh, this was no. your 27th birthday." It was my tw- I was turning 20, 27 and they were like, "No, I think I did tell this story." No, and they, you did not. You they were just you. like
1: The listener says no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they were like so upset in the bathroom and I was like what's wrong and like are your friends at Oktoberfest
1: oh yes this
2: <laughs> I did tell the story and, and I was you like, whipped them into shape yeah, you whipped I, them into shape I was like guys you'll get to Oktoberfest one, one day them. they were on one fish two fish and they were all like 19 and 20 so that that's we what's went, so wrong with Instagram like is like
1: they're grandma's. literally on the best trip ever and then they're seeing other people doing other things and they're just wow. like oh my like, god that's better grass inst-
2: is greener
0: <laughs> literally, oh. we had Instagram and we were doing those kind of trips but like you weren't uh,
2: with- I was there at the uh in my day when i was in florence <laughs> it was like the peak of instagram where i like put up a picture i got a like five like because i was like sweet didn't make it to 11 but uh, i'll get there next time like that's the kind of, like that's how long ago it was so it wasn't like you didn't have instagram stories it, they didn't fomo wasn't as much yeah It sucks
0: for them because they just don't appreciate it yeah but, all right, so I'm getting hungry. I think we should start to wrap this up. Megan,
2: we have so much more to say. You have to stop doing this before you look at my show notes. Okay. <laughs> All right, we have a. All right, let's go into our um new our segments, and we have some new ones. Okay. So first, I want you to tell your travel nightmare.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like I have so many.
2: I know this is why I messaged you earlier. Yeah, that. I know, I, I know, but now <laughs> it's like all coming I back. I'm like, oh
1: shit! Now. Which one do I talk about? Okay. I have a. A short. I have a medium one. and I have a kind of a long one. What's and the most dramatic. The best one. <laughs> the okay. So this this is the longer one. That's and I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it short. I'm gonna keep it short. Okay. You can do no,
2: it. Megan's don't not worry. that hungry. She's so dramatic. Yeah,
1: come on, Megan. Have a snack. <laughs> come on.
2: Where's the chips? Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. So, um, Bust Al So we're gonna keep this person's name anonymous. We're going to we'll call him Jim. The
2: All right, Jim. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Okay, so basically I was, lo- I was guiding this trip. It was um, Barcelona to Interlaken. We're talking a 14-hour bus overnight. It gets long. It gets hot in there. It gets stinky. So I'm checking everyone in. And I see this one kid like chugging a bottle of scotch. And I was like, yep, there's always one. This is going to be my problem pack. Like this is the kid. So we're on the bus. This kid gets absolutely trash on just the bus. Just the bus ride? Oh, for the bus ride. Yeah. So he gets absolutely annihilated on the bus, and I'm just like, oh, this kid's just going to be a disaster. Um, he ended up getting standing up on the bus and urinating on a girl no. while she was sleeping. Oh. And then I had to just, I just like pushed him into the bus bathroom, which is not a place where you want to be. And then oh. he threw up. And so... Then he was like oh my cool he's sleeping like I don't have to deal with this and then I get woke up to screams because this kid is <laughs> lighting taking a lighter and, and looking for his phone on the wrong on the upper deck of the bus like the wrong deck <laughs> so I finally get him to go to sleep um and I just like knew this kid was gonna be an issue for the rest of the trip we get to interlock him pull him up like hey buddy like last night that wasn't cool like you urinated on someone you vomited like you can't be doing this stuff on our trips he turns to me and goes, "I didn't do that," and I was like, "Well, you can go ask that girl over there because I'm pretty sure you broke her phone and look down at your shirt because it's covered in vomit." Oh, and, wow. he like, he and he was like, "And he was I guess you're right.'" I was like, "Yes." So, this kid was a problem the entire weekend. But we're going to fast forward to that Southern Loop trip I, I mentioned before. So I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting geared up for this trip. I'm super excited. I'm going back to Spain. I haven't been there in a little bit was just so pumped to book this trip it was a smaller trip smaller trips are always better you get the it's easier less responsibility you get to vibe more with the students Mm -hmm. you know more time more face-to-face with them so the trip leaves on thursday and wednesday night this i see this name pop up oh no and it's jim and i'm like oh boy i got 10 days with jim oh so we do the trip, and I was like, "Classic glass in the
0: gym, too." You know what I mean? He's, exactly. You couldn't just ban like certain people.
1: I know. I, th- I think if he did something really bad, yeah, we could have yeah. gotten there. Um, there's been kids who have, like thrown mattresses off of hostel roofs and things like that who've gotten of kicked out. Exactly. Yeah. So um, basically, I'm keeping my eye on this kid, and he was good. He was he was great. Like he he had a good time. He was kind of like the, like the life of the party. Um, until so. We're at the last day. With last night, I'm in Madrid. All the kids are going out. I'm like, have fun. I'm going to bed. Like, I'm exhausted from guiding a super long trip. And I'm laying. I'm like, as I'm falling asleep, I'm like, wow, great trip, great trip. This was amazing. I get woken up in the, I think like 4 a.m. or something like crazy early to, and this kid going, Charlie, 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 you need to wake up. You need to wake up. And I like spring out of bed. I'm like, fuck. I last night I went to bed and I was thinking to myself. A great trip, nothing went wrong. So and I'm they're like and I'm like, What's going on with are like it's Jim, you gotta come down I'm like Fucking Jim oh, no. <laughs> So um and I'm I'm in this hostel and I'm just hearing screams like legit screams. I'm like Oh yeah, he's you're
2: the adult for this, it stresses
1: me out. That's yeah. me, I'm the adult, so I hear this kid screaming, moaning in pain and I'm like I go over to him, like what happened and this kid is legitimately I have my like, shivers on my arm legitimately lifeless over a trash can and just throwing up and like guys, what happened so they went out they had a good time and he was climbing to his bunk bed he was on the top bunk fell asleep or whatever and rolled out of his bunk bed straight on his head and i'm like hey like have the has the ambulance been called like what's going on here and they're like yeah they came but they sent him away and i was like this so the ambulance came, and I said, he's fine. He just needs to sleep it off. And I've never seen someone in so much pain before. I was like, this is not okay. So I called um, another ambulance to come. They came in. And luckily, like, I spoke Spanish. So I, I got through to them, oh, and I was God. like, you need to take this kid. So then oh. I'm, the, I'm the only guide on this trip. So I called my CEO, let them know of, like, the situation, what's going on. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks for doing that. Like, you need to go along with the trip because you're the only guide. So hey, why were
2: you the only guy? I know. Again, CEO, you if you're listening, why was <laughs> the-
1: alone on this trip, right? So then, um, I did a walking tour, brought all the kids around Madrid, did all that stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna. We got to a park, I said, like, I'm gonna go call the hospital real quick.
2: <laughs> just quick call.
1: So I the give the major. call at hospital, and I remember them just saying, "Situación grave," which means like grave bad. situation, like bad. Like it's the last thing you want to hear, and I was like, shit. I was like, I need to go do something. So I I talked to all the kids. I was like, hey, I got to go to the hospital. I got to go check on Jim. Like, here's some things to do. Like, if anyone needs me, like, message me. You have my number. Call me. Run to the hospital. And I swear I go to this hospital. And it was like, everyone was like, oh, that's his friend. That's his friend. Like, let me go. I was like, what is going on? And everyone knew about this kid. So I was like, Yo, something is up here. So then I get, so then a nice nurse brings me. And then I see that we're walking through the UBI, which is the ICU in Spanish. Oh and I was like, fuck. I was like, I'm going to be the first person to have a death on their hands. Kira's
0: like moving. <laughs> so- Kira's moving the microphone towards <laughs> me, the nurse.
2: like
1: I Right. Hear- Calling the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, nurse Megan. Megan has
1: So then I'm like walking through them like, what the fuck happened to this kid? So, again, luckily, I speak, I speak Spanish, and I'm, and I'm talking to them, and they're like, yeah, he's in there. Do you want to see him? I'm like, no, I don't want to see him. So then, I, I ended up, like, figuring out what happened, and this kid fell out of his bed and hit his head so hard that his brain started a hemorrhage.
0: Oh, my fucking
1: So, God. Nurse Megan? I'm a neuro
0: nurse,
1: too, so that's no! oh No! I didn't even know that! Oh, shit. Wait, and the first
0: ambulance sent him away? Well. Yeah, him because down. you don't know what it was when you... Right. See this is why I <laughs> the uh, right? When you have a brain injury like your instinct is like is to throw up, right? Because it's like the pressure. So when he was throwing up, they probably thought alcohol poisoning, he's fine, let him sleep it off. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know because of the like the language that they didn't speak English that um, no. he fell and hit his head. So if they knew that information, they wouldn't have turned him away.
1: So, um I'm like what the hell is going on here? And they're like, yeah, we had to give emergency brain surgery. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? So I'm in this hospital. I was literally pacing up and down the halls like a psychopath because I just didn't know what to do. immediately called my CEO, who's a cool – well, not cool, but okay, thank you for letting me know. I'm going to contact the parents. We go to Jim's profile. No emergency contact. No. He put in like fake numbers and stuff and a fake name. We're like, dude, come on. Like, there's a reason why we're asking for this stuff. So, um, I was just like bugging out. Like I felt, I felt super responsible. Remember the nurse, maybe not nurse Megan, but she was just like so nice. She was like, well, were you with him? And I was like, no. She's like, "Will were you drinking with him? I was like, no. She's like, why do you feel responsible? I was like, these are my kids. Yeah, like, oh, was... I had like 18 kids, with a small trip, We had a great time, I love every single one of them. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I just like could not, I Aww. just could not come to accept it. So I was like, bugging out in this hospital. And they were like, are you okay? Before we admit you. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, you exactly. yeah, might fucking have to. So, <laughs>
2: I'm having like a they
1: <laughs> So, basically like, they came over me like, okay, like we've completed the surgery. I'm like, well, how is he? And they're like, well, we can't tell you just yet. We need to, for him to, like, kind of give time to wake up. I was like, so what can I do? Like, just go home. So I then had to go home. It was Easter Saturday. I remember this. And I went home, and I went to the, back to the hospital. And everyone's like, how's Jim? What's going on? What's going on? And I'm, I tell them, like, basically what happened. I'm like, and they're like, well, how is he going to be? Obviously, this is obviously what I ask. And I said like, we don't know.
2: Yeah,
1: We don't know. And I'm
2: like. Until they totally wake up. Ruining, and I'm sorry, this is so bad, but, like, ruining their trip as well. Because, of course, they're freaking out
1: freaking out. So I remember it is Easter Sunday and I'm like, okay, like I'm going to go to the hospital. Everyone go to church. (laughs) Everyone go to church. And then like, so I, I I get to the hospital and luckily enough, this kid has woken up. He seems to be completely fine. He's a little bit rattled, you know, can't really see straight. I gave him his glasses and he's like, what happened? And I was like, well, I wasn't there, but this is what I heard. And I remember he looks at me and he just goes, am I ever going to feel that pain ever again? And I was like,
0: (sighs) Oh, my gosh, yeah.
1: Oh. And I was like, doctor? Like, yeah. no? We good?
0: I'm just like, a for both of They do say know. no. They actually say that, like, the certain type of brain bleed is the worst pain you'll ever experience.
1: He, he – and, like, I saw it in this person's – this person's face. He
0: needs to realize he can never drink again, basically. Like – do you know any updates on him now? Like so I need to hear the end I of this. Thank God it was a happy okay.
1: ending. Okay, yeah, yeah. So so ha- yeah, so so happy ending. He's fine. We had to leave him in Barcelona. Thank God he was a he was a part of this really good abroad program where there was a coordinator from so he was in Barcelona. Okay. The coordinator from Madrid came in. I was like, yo, this is your problem now. You got yeah. the emergency contact. Thanks, yeah. peace bye. Um but it was rattling. That
0: is crazy.
1: So um Yeah, so and then um, I don't think this kid stopped drinking because when he arrived back in Barcelona he had a Jim survived party on a boat and I was like, <laughs> What are you doing? I was like, I'm gonna put you in a bubble. Like I'm literally gonna put you in a bubble. Um
0: Jim Survived Party on a boat, even though his name I is not Jim. Was.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's my I uh, wonder travel where Jim nightmare. Is
0: now. <laughs> um,
2: okay, so our friend's travel nightmare um who wrote in is <laughs> nowhere near as nightmarish, although I feel like something matters saying that. Okay, so our friend wrote this in. I do not know if I have permission to say her name. so I'm just going to not it's say fine. her name. Um, but a teacher from New York City, uh, well, from, yeah, for sure, from New York City wrote in that she, um, her travel nightmare is that she's never taken a drug in her entire life. Like, very Oh boy. anti, all this. She went to Thailand, Thailand. and she drank a shake and didn't know it had shrooms in it and like freaked it was like a happy shake I think it was the story yeah doesn't sound like it was too
1: happy and like
2: (laughs) bugged out because like if you go from nothing to shrooms like that's that's (laughs) but her husband realized in the middle of it
0: and he was like fuck so he was he basically told her we took whatever and she's texting her sister who I'm very good friends with being like I just took shrooms and I don't know what to do. And so her sister's at work Googling how what to do when you take shrooms. And she's trying to, like, block this from the company because like, she's in a corporate office. Oh, my office. God. And so um, she's freaking out the whole time. And uh, my friend is talking her sister down. And then finally she gets a message like... Um, I think she said something like she has happy legs. <laughs> <laughs> she was having happy legs, so she was like, you know what, you're going to be fine. Just, like, have those happy legs dance. And she's like, they won't stop dancing.
2: <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Get happy legs.
0: I think her um, her husband, though, didn't have the same kind of experience, so should have been int- I think Google actually did tell her to like sit down to and watch her- – it was not I don't really know though actually to be honest but I think if your wife
1: is freaking out I don't think you can have a good time on anything
0: but Google told my friend to sit her down on a bed and watch a movie while you're tripping on shrooms so
1: good to know listeners (laughs) listeners (laughs) you accidentally take shrooms now you know what to do we're saving lives now (laughs) All
2: right. so um travel scenarios or would you rather
1: oh, you? Wait, guys, you guys did one recently and I was the opposite of every single one of you. Oh,
2: oh really? then I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I think it was like, like the baby or the person and these I was like, baby! baby.
2: <laughs> like like, first cute
1: first little time. baby! Like, give him a piggy. it's fine. <laughs> oh, sometimes, sometimes you
2: can't. <laughs> sometimes you can't tell let someone's anyway, well, well. Let's hope none of these scenarios happen to Megan and I tomorrow when we travel. Alright, would you rather a seven hour delay or get to the airport and realize you're there on the wrong day?
1: <laughs> um, I think realize you got there on the wrong day because um, you're just yeah. like yo my bad like yeah. I'm gonna go back
0: home and you have the day off then so <laughs> yeah,
2: you that's feel like true an idiot, but you're like mm, alright fuck it yeah go mm-hmm. home alright I, I agree alright okay, cool. we agreed on that one yeah that's we agree, we agree. Um, have it rain the whole time you're in this place or have all the bars and restaurants be closed the entire time
1: oh okay well this is really dependent on where you are
2: yeah Agreed.
1: This so so we gotta take that context out. But obviously, if you're in a beach town, you're sorry restaurants like you want to have the sunshine in beaches. But mm, <laughs> this is so specific as to where you are.
0: Yeah. Because like, say if it's not that great of a beach, then you'd want to be in a restaurant, like enjoying maybe chatting with other people.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm such a foodie. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna have to say sorry. Whether you're taking a up aside, because when I travel, I'd love to like. Scope out every single restaurant, every single meal I'm eating. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to go with um it raining every day.
2: Yeah. Damn. Strong stance. I think I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Look at this. Look That'll at this. Wow. Oh. Um Come
1: on, g- g- at g- this. give us a polarizing one.
2: <laughs> All right. Would you rather wake up with a really bad tattoo or a venereal disease? <laughs> <laughs> Really oh. travel one but sure
1: you're in different country in this where sense. did you find this one from <laughs> um well again I know when I ask this, if an disease can I get rid of it is it like one of those
2: yeah it depends on what it's like what kind of disease I guess all right let's say it's one that flares up every now and then oh
1: <laughs> fuck that um tattoo. Tattoo, <laughs> tattoo 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 <laughs> I, I can choose where it is
2: right yeah.
1: tattoo <laughs> tattoo because i can't give yeah. that tattoo to someone else
2: i think if it was something else it's sure but if yeah oh tattoo.
1: we're, we're going we're going all we're going 100 yeah no no yeah. tattoo tattoo I can, I can
2: explain <laughs>
1: the tattoo to my mom
2: yeah. true right true. <laughs> all right last one 10 hours on like a rickety chicken bus <laughs> or four hours next to someone who is super bad bo traveling
0: <laughs> 10 hours on the bus for sure. And that
2: didn't take you long no, to think about. Because
0: I've experienced the BO here and I, I couldn't do it.
2: Where? On the bus.
0: <laughs> Public transport in Melbourne. <laughs> oh yeah, it's rough. It's
2: rough. I think I'm ten hours too now to think about yeah. it. And yeah, I'm a nurse and I have a pretty good um yeah. sense of like body fluids and
0: smells and everything. You heard it here first, guys. You got a
2: very good sense of <laughs> just like
0: i can get over the smell of things a lot of times i, I don't think i could do it though yeah.
1: I'm, I'm taking 10 hours i i flew here that was like what 24 mm-hmm. yeah you can do i've got, I got a lot now. of bus rods underneath my belt yeah i don't have to worry about that
2: it's so all right so now we're gonna start wrapping up um the spider thing spider segment i had a spider on my hand which then today she flicked off onto me i was like great <laughs> like two hours ago i had a spider on my hand So that's the last spider I've seen. But although our friends have seen this Huntsman spider... Wait,
1: I was going to... You guys fucking read my mind. I was going to talk about the Huntsman.
2: What the fuck?
1: Okay, so that spider that everyone's seeing at home, it's called the Huntsman, and it's like in New South Wales, which is the state that has Sydney in it.
0: I think the bugs are worse, or the spiders are worse in Sydney, from what I've seen from people that I know.
1: Okay, so this is my thing with the fucking Huntsman, is all of my Australian friends not that they like like it but they're like no. not afraid of it and they like almost welcome it because no. they, they say that it eats it's like the best mosquito repellent ever uh, it's I like I feel that
0: with so, our apartment
1: so they're like oh like if you see a huntsman like be nice to it like, like let it go I'm be like nice. Be nice. if I see a huntsman I'm throwing every single shoe I oh, yeah. can find in my apartment at that Is there thing. a
2: textbook around? I'll be using that.
1: What what can I find? But they're like, oh no, it's like a dog. Like it's like like the someone someone yeah. told me it's like a puppy. Like they're like, it's really nice. It can't bite it's you. It's
2: not a good boy. It's not a puppy. It's a freaking huntsman. And if you don't know what it looks like, please Google it now. It's horrifying. I think um Us Down Under has a picture of it. Oh, because in Fraser Island we saw yeah. one. Or you saw one. I actually yeah. didn't see that. Um okay, didn't. so yeah, spiders are terrifying. I also have not seen one yet though. So the spider that was on my hand today was the yeah. size of like smaller than my, my pinky nail and I could see that in New York I still haven't seen like an Australian spider yeah I think I really do think
0: it's worse than Sydney but our friend in our Melbourne um, was, woke up one morning and there was like a huge tarantula on her ceiling and she's an au pair so she I was like w- my first message to her was like what the fuck did you do like because yeah. I would call my brother he's in America he can't get the spider for me so she was like she got the dad of the family to come in and kill the mm, spider and nice. she left the room because she didn't want
1: but, but, yeah. let's be yeah. knocking on wood because i do not want to see a spider knocking on doors, yeah owners, right? whoa <laughs> is that, is that a...
0: got a missed call from this number and i was like nope hasn't been me or kira so
1: i'm just trying to like pre- like knock on wood like present like prevent seeing a, a huntsman <laughs>
2: yeah i'm so the guys. so <laughs> no. my biggest fear is this mr huntsman
1: <laughs> my biggest fear is seeing one in the shower
0: because
1: oh, i just like mine. oh <laughs> shit <laughs> that but also like i had like a glass door and like if i see one i'm running and i'm gonna be naked like yeah. i don't know what direction Ground i'm gonna run
2: ready. literally
1: like, you're gonna see a nudist running like just go go back to where he's running from it's probably a giant spider
2: <laughs> um okay so our newest segment a lot of our friends have said that we should be doing, like, like Australian words or phrases. And so um, now we're going to do an Australian phrase of the week where Love we us. have people guess what the phrase oh, means. Oh, this is good. This is good. This is good. <laughs> and I, we're, so we're either – you can DM us what you think it means, and I'm also going to put up one of those, like, responses where you can guess what the Australian phrase means. And I'm not going to give – oh, actually, hold up. Do you guys think I should give it into context or just say the phrase? I think just say the phrase, right? I think say the phrase. Is it, is it a
1: word or is it a phrase?
2: Phrase. Course, oh, perfect. It if it's a word, maybe I'll give it. In like yeah, the
1: I would. If it's a word, I would give it like a, a phrase. If it's a phrase, hit the phrase.
2: Yeah, phrase is a phrase. <laughs> Love this. Um, okay, so the phrase this week, and if you know it, I don't want you to say it. But I, if you don't know it, I do want you to give it your guess. All right, the phrase Aussie phrase of the week is "How'd you pull up?" You know what that means?
1: I think I have an idea, but I don't think we got that one here.
2: Oh, I've I've heard it. How'd you pull up?
1: My idea is, like, that one is, like, how was your night? Okay. Like, that's how I would take it. Like, how would you pull up? Like, are you feeling hungover? Did you have a good time? Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Interesting. I haven't heard that I'm one. I'm going to not um, confirm or deny any Love of those that. things. Um, I'll tell you when we stop recording if you want. <laughs> um, but please DM us what you think how would you pull up means. And we will also put it up on the Instagram story this week. Anything
1: bad? You fooled no. me. Yeah.
2: It's <laughs> tough. All right. So now our highs and lows of the week. Um,
0: let's start with our lows. Um, shoot, I had one, and now I don't remember. Someone else want to start with the lows of the week?
1: I got a low. I right? woke up on, when I came back to from work on Monday, a to a nice letter from my neighbor, threatening to call the management company, because so we had a little bit of a party on Saturday. No. Yeah, I got a little bit out of hand, but it was like the worst letter ever because she's like, "Hey, like I know you guys have good intentions." Oh, and... it's passive aggressive. Well, hold on. Yeah, like, like I'm, like, I know, like we both live in the same building. I'm not gonna go to management. I want to give you guys a fair warning. And then like three paragraphs later, she's just going in on us. It's like no. so. I went to management, and they said, "I'm like, you just told me this is like my like warning. Give me my fair <laughs> warning before you go to management." So that was annoying.
2: Ugh. That's yeah,
1: bullshit. So I'll have to keep you guys in the loop of, yeah. of yeah. how this story <laughs> unfolds. What
2: is management gonna say? Um, that's a good low. That's I remember mine now. Um, <laughs> okay, so
0: I work in healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If anyone didn't know that already. And um This a nurse. <laughs> I'm a nurse. <laughs> okay, so they I was in a nursing home this week. I'm doing agency work, so you kinda get sent anywhere and everywhere and i've now learned that people are crazy wherever you go um so basically i went to a nursing home and the unit or the ward was nuns so i'm thinking oh they're gonna be so nice you know (laughs) and the next thing they have (laughs) me sitting for 12 hours and i'm literally getting paid decent money to sit there for 12 straight hours and watch a woman so i'm like hell did this lady Just do. one-on-one. Just one-on-one. So, in, like, the States, if that was going down, she'd be on suicide watch and we couldn't let her, like, she's unsafe to herself or maybe someone else. Anyway, so I get the story. She's a nun. Has dementia, which I understand, you know, whatever. But she saw the devil, I guess, because in the middle of the night, <sighs> she walked into another nun's room and tried to suffocate her with a pillow. <laughs> and the lady is bedbound. so... <gasps> The woman thankfully had the call bell on her like uh neck and she pressed it so the girls came running in and the, like the woman was suffocating the other nun so it was one nun versus another nun. So that was a low and then I had to sit with this crazy woman for 12 hours and thinking like what the fuck is she going to do to me? But we got along fine cuz she's all <laughs> drugged up now. I don't know what the story is like whether she's
1: I the genius, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> Let it rip.
2: You're like so this nun's on this nun, and, like, they're suffocating this nun. I'm like, who won that fight? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all night. Here and you can go with your love. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the end. <laughs> okay. So Milo is um, not um, with nuns related. But Negan and I went to a spin class last week, and the teacher was so mean. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yelled at us not like megan and i but yelled at the whole group constantly and we debated even emailing the spin studio which yeah, i'm actually mad we haven't done we should do it tomorrow and we have tons of time on the plane um she was awful and it honestly made me rethink my teaching styles about like when i get lose my temper and i get like frustrated with the kids i'm like it doesn't work nothing doesn't that really like work. negative reinforcement does not she, work She like
0: two minutes in okay like <laughs> it's not an easy class but she if you drank your like water she started screaming it's been two minutes if you're drinking water right now that's
2: pathetic i, mean, yeah. I was like what the i'm like, thirsty I'm like, <laughs> it was so messed I up so, Like we just started and then we were like with spin like you're either sitting down or you're up in third like it's like other, another position and she's like if you're not like sitting now she's like get the fuck up get up <laughs> we're like ah and her class was packed. Yeah, so I don't it was understand high. that. And then at one point, like she was having this like fancy choreography, and she's like, "You can't do the choreography unless I like, call your name." Basically, she's only calling the people that out she that she did. like knew slash were doing a good job in her book. And I was like, "Oh my god, this it was awful. mean." I felt like I was in an episode of Mean Girls. Yeah. So that was my low. All right. So highs. Um. Okay, I can keep going. So <laughs> my <laughs> I'm holding the microphone. Still. My high was um. So it was our last weekend in Melbourne for, we're not going to be there for about a month because we're going to New York tomorrow and then we're going to, we're in Sydney now and we're going to be back in Sydney again before we go back to Melbourne. So we had a big night on Saturday with our friends and I just had so much fun and it just like reminded me of how much I love this, that place and how all the people there and I was like, I just cannot wait to get back here and it just kind of like, it was a great way to like end my time there and I was like, I love this place so that's my high.
0: Good one. Um, Okay, so mine is that I dropped my pearl earring down the drain this week, and I was screaming about it, causing a whole ruckus, and at the same time, the sink broke, so the plumber came and retrieved the pearl earring for me, and of course, I had to go on and on that it was a family, like, jewel and it was very expensive and it means a lot. Meanwhile, it's like an ex-boyfriend gave it to me and it was a nice pearl, so I was like...
2: <laughs> But and I got it back. And Kira couldn't use the sink for a week because <laughs> we had to wait for the power to come. So... Oh my God. But anyway, I have my pearl, so I'm happy. Charlie. Yeah. Ooh, to
1: high of the week. Can I say this? Like, is, is, is that cool if I can say this? Yeah. Oh, I love okay. So, okay, so I want to dive a little bit deeper into this. Um, I think it's just so amazing to speak to two other americans Mm -hmm. who are firstly in the same shoes as i am i think that's why i love this podcast so much is just because like i feel what you guys are are going through and Mm -hmm. i'm just like yo i thought that too like you guys (laughs) talked about bacon one time and i still think about it and how different and how it's like not bacon so that means bring bacon back home to sydney um but i think it's also super inspiring to hear your story Mm -hmm. and also like how you guys have feel like have felt like you've grown you have new friends and like you're really accomplishing those goals that you that you've set forward mm-hmm. for yourself and i feel the same way so this is kind of me like also wanting to inspire the listeners here mm-hmm. we're like if you're not feeling your groove at home um and like something's not right like don't be afraid to make that jump
2: right this place exists guys yeah. You can come it's here.
1: so easy for, like for it to get a visa so it's, easy it's insane so like give it a shot like it is gonna be scary but mm-hmm. I, I know I feel like I've grown so much and it's so much fun to just like listen to you guys and hear like your growth stories and things like that and like again like you guys just like meeting new friends and like doing these things that you guys have set forward for yourself so I think just like hearing your stories and just like feeling the same way is just so like oh, nice warm fuzzy to end you know yeah. for the <laughs> holidays I'm holidays. feeling that holiday cheer Woo! even though it's like Really hot out. The weather and
2: outside is not frightful, but we're not in the at body all. Spirit. Oh, Awesome. Ran okay, over. So, because you you know our podcast, you know how we end the podcast. I do. Week. That I do. So are you ready, guys? Yeah. All right. From all of us down under. Good, good day. day.